So what you have this week, it's just one document, just one document, but it's a very important one. If you want to understand the Cold War in general, you might want to understand this particular document. This is the Truman Doctrine. This is Harry Truman giving a speech to Congress, but also to the rest of the America, trying to justify uh, spending a ton of money in Greece and Turkey. The Truman Doctrine would later form the backbone of U.S. Cold War policy for the next 40 years, just in statement. This is probably the most important um, bit of policy the U.S. has where it comes to the Cold War is the Truman Doctrine. The idea that we'll support whoever is resisting against communism, and we're going to do it by giving them money. We're going to give them money, and because we give them money, they're not going to be communist. And so what you have here is Truman trying to justify to the American people. Remember, the president cannot do anything financial on his or her own. They have to go through Congress. Congress controls the perk strings of the United States. And so to justify spending hundreds of millions of dollars, sending hundreds of millions of dollars to um, Greece, a foreign country which, by the way, is no immediate um, threat to the United States if it goes communist. Uh, there's not a huge Greek population of immigrants. And no offense to Greece, lovely country, uh, may not be viewed as very important in the long term. However, what does get involved is something called domino theory. And you'll see here where basically uh, Truman is arguing if Greece falls, and oh my gosh, other countries might fall. You know, because if Greece falls, then Turkey might fall, then the Middle East might fall. And if the Middle East falls, then, you know, what might happen to Europe? And we have the United Nations. And what is going to happen to all these places? You know, I want $400 million uh, to give to the Greeks. And that sort of thing is, you know, that's a, that's a big that's a big ask, particularly after something like World War II, where the United States spent a ton of money and a ton of resources in a foreign country, and now, not a foreign country, a foreign world, two fronts, and now, just two years after the war is over, uh, Truman is asking the country to spend even more money on Europe when there's no real immediate threat. I mean, if Greece went communist, it's not like there's going to be a military invasion of the U.S. The communists in Greece and Turkey were not Hitler by, by any stretch of the imagination. But still, once again, I want you to look at to like what is the U.S.'s in, you know what is the U.S.'s stance in this time period? How is this giving you insight into how Americans felt about this? Because the Truman Doctrine it's successful. Uh, Truman is able to get most Americans to call their congressperson and be like, "Hey, you know, we should get involved with this." Um, look at the type of things he's arguing. You know, he does appeal to World War. Uh, two quite a bit, saying we did it in World War II, we should do it again. Uh, this is a lot cheaper than World War II, even throw some numbers. He's like, yeah, we spent like $300 billion in World War II. This is just $300 million. It's It's a lot less. So I want you to be thinking about that as we go through, as you read this. And for this week's question, you know, how does he justify using such large amounts of money? I already kind of gave you some, you know, some clues to that. Uh, talking about World War II, talking about the stability of the entire world. And also, what does this tell you about the way that Americans are thinking about themselves during their time during this time? Remember, prior to World War II, and actually prior to World War I, but especially World War II, the U.S. was very isolationist. There was a lot of talk before World War II, as you recall, where the U.S. is like, maybe we shouldn't get involved. It wasn't until Pearl Harbor where the U.S. is like, okay, we really need to get involved with this one. 
But the natural stance for most Americans is let's not get involved with uh, European countries. You know, let's not get involved with Asian countries. You know, we are we are smack dab between two oceans. We're perfectly happy with that. Let's just stay there. Why does he argue for more involvement? And frankly, why is he successful in doing so? 